This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business, and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation, like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. It's time for the Buck Blue Show here on the fan, 680 and 93.7. Hopefully your wins. Hump Day Wednesday, baby. Hopefully you've got your umbrella, as we say here in the South, and your day's going well. A lot to get to today, obviously. One hour to get it done. We got DT in the house, Derek Thomas, Sean Nerney ready to get to work today. He's a grinder. Where's Road Dog? Well, you know, he's on the road. On the road. I believe he's going to be at the PGA Tour Superstore for the for a Porsche. Oh, okay. Yeah, Nick and Chris. Man, that's a good thing I'm not going there. It's a little tempting. Just about everything yeah. in there you, you can want to get a piece of. I mean, of. good grief. Kelly freaks out when she saw it. What are you doing at PGA Tour Superstore? Don't look at those new irons. You don't need a new driver. But let me tell you about the new technology. Exactly. <laughs> Let's get to work, Nern. You got a lot to get to. Big take. The Atlanta Falcons have a big meeting scheduled for today. Word on the street says Mr. Blank, Fontenot, and Smith are meeting with Deshaun Watson. I kid you not. The Falcons and Watson reportedly are sitting down to discuss Deshaun becoming the Falcons quarterback. Seriously. To get the meeting, the Falcons had to officially turn in to the Houston Texans a trade proposal involving Watson. Reportedly, sources telling me this is what the Texans want from the Falcons. Three first-round picks. Plus, Ronald Acuna, Matt Olson, and the Hawks' Trey Young. Plus, they've got to convince Deshaun to drop his no-trade clause, come on back home, and stay out of the Atlanta massage parlors. Otherwise, the Texans will do business with the Saints, the Panthers, or the Browns. And we'll have more on this coming up with Chris Mortensen. And as the uh, legend goes in the coffee shop today, Matt Ryan would go to the go to the Cleveland Browns. Baker would make the move to the Houston Texans. He'd have to move out of the Browns Stadium, move down to Tex Texas to play for the Texans, and Deshaun would come to the ATL because Mr. Blank really appreciates and respects the fact that Deshaun, back in his youth days, was a ball boy for the Atlanta Falcons. I kid you not. We'll see what Mort has to say about it. He's coming up at 1020 today. We uh, break it down with Chris Mortensen, our NFL insider. Hey, have you heard about the mobile app driven by Beaver Toyota of coming? Beaver Direct, the fastest and easiest way to shop online for your next vehicle. Visit beavertoyotaofcoming.com. You can download that fan app. 
right now on the iTunes and Google Play Store. South Point Financial sponsoring the smart speaker. They're the mortgage professionals. More at SPFS.com. Listen to the fan on Amazon Echo, Google Nest, Apple HomePod, and more. And finally, the 10 o'clock hour on the fan is sponsored by the Haug Law Group. You can't spell Haug without the U, the G, and the A. More at HaugLawGroup.com. So yesterday I was over in Athens at the University of Georgia for the Kirby Smart Spring Football Press Conference. And prior to the press conference, I did get a few minutes with Kirby out in the hallway. Good to talk with Kirby a little bit. He asked What's up, Buck? how things were going on here at 680 The Fan. He says, we need that nerdy. I heard he's got a strong work ethic. And I said, well, his eligibility's up. And he said, no, we still need him to come over here and be an analyst. So, Nerney. Might want to consider that. Now he's going to work you hard. Well, I'm not going to. I'm not proud of it, but I quit football, so I actually do have a uh, a few years <laughs> left. Uh, he said we're going to work him hard, and I said, well, they're already working him hard over at 680. The fan. What kind of NIL deals can he get me? <laughs> That's for the players only. And I was asking where Stetson Bennett was yesterday. Goodness, I was hoping I'd have a chance to sit down and kick it around with a mailman, but. Uh, Unfortunately, the word was Stetson was busy counting his name, image, and likeness money that's coming in. Maybe next time we get over there, we'll have a chance to sit down with Stetson. But uh, Kirby, man, I tell you what, I am so impressed with the growth of Kirby Smart, the head coach at the University of Georgia, because when, when he took this job over five years ago, Kirby was a little raw. And so were the press conferences, man. I mean, it got a little tense in there with Kirby and the media, but I am so impressed with the job that Kirby's been doing, handling the media, and it was on display again yesterday. Love some of the things and his mentality, his approach to a lot of things that are going on. And this year, what's going on is the media is... Uh, they constantly are, are referring to and talking to his players about defending the national championship title. Kirby says, hey, man, we're not defending the title. Get it straight. When we came back and went to work for those six weeks, that's we've put that to the side. You know, we don't we're, we're not communicating, talking about that. that. That's something they'll be able to have the rest of their life. We always talk about it here. We've talked about it since we won the SEC. You don't defend a title. You guys want it to be that way, but that's not what we do. We, we start afresh, just like we would when we lost to Texas in a bowl game. We start completely new, and that's so hard, I think, for the media to grasp. Yeah, would you get it through your heads? This team's not trying to defend. Now, where did Kirby get this from? Well, he got it from Nick Saban in Alabama. How do you think Alabama has been winning all these natties and occasionally doing the back-to-back -back thing? Because they're not defending the title. You've got so many new players you're plugging and playing. You've got so many new coaches on the coaching staff that is a completely different team that takes the field the very next year. They're not defending media. Get it through your hard head. Now, there was something else. When I left yesterday and I was on the way home back to Atlanta, leaving Athens, I was thinking about how I felt better about the defensive line. Now, look, they are trying to replace some big-time players, a big 99 they're trying to replace over there, Jordan Davis. You got Trayvon Walker, Devontae Wyatt. Three 
big-time defensive lineman George is trying to replace. So coming into spring, I'm thinking, holy cow, the number one thing on the sheet is can Georgia reload on that defensive line? And I'll tell you what, after hearing what Zion Logue had to say yesterday, and I tell you, he's a mountain of a man. Now, Jordan Davis is huge, but this Zion Logue is another big boy. And he stood there in front of the media in the scrum, and he was saying, our D-line, we're absolutely loaded on the defensive line. Let's hear from Kirby what he had to say about that. We saw this coming two or three years ago. We, we even had the, the fear that we might have been replacing those guys last year, you know, had they not decided to stay. So um, that's been a, a, a preparation deal for us. You're always looking two, three years ahead sometimes, and you know where you're, you're maybe have a deficit or you're not as good or maybe you're better at certain positions. But um, that's a focus we take on each and every year. Um, so that'll be a challenge for us. Lost a lot of good defensive players. Yeah, and they'll have to uh, get busy this spring as practice got underway yesterday trying to get this figured out. But I tell you, interior defensive linemen, I think the uh, Bulldogs are in better shape than the Atlanta Falcons right now. I mean, this Jalen Carter, I believe, will be a breakout star in the upcoming season. So he's a three technique. He's a nose. He can play either one of those spots. Uh, Zion Logue, the mountain of a man. Logue is also an interior defensive lineman. Then you got these other dudes. We're going to find out something about them. Walthor, Stackhouse, Brinson, just to name three of them. Logue seems to think they're absolutely loaded. So I left yesterday feeling a little better about that defensive line spot. Good job, Kirby. Keep up the good work. Time for the Buck Blue Show headline brought to you by Grease Monkey Auto. And I uh, managed to get my 680 to Fan Harris Cherokee Casino Resort bracket challenge turned in. I'm finished, and I'm convinced Baloo's going to take down both Joe Hamilton and Fennerin. And Fennerin is going on and on about Nova making another run in the big dance. I mean, Finn's like a robot talking about Villanova. Over and over again, I've got Nova going down and going down hard. My final four, in case you're wondering, I've got uh, Gonzaga, I've got Arizona and Kansas making it to the final four, and I've got Kentucky getting there. My pick to win it all, Arizona. You know they're the only team in college basketball with a top ten rating and adjusted offense and defensive efficiency? The only team in both the top 10. They shoot 58% from the floor. They got big guys that can run the court. The Cats are great in transition. And if they can get this guard to step up and play fast and make some shots, Krissa, I believe his name is, I believe we might see Baloo's prediction come true here. Now, look, I said earlier that I was just blindly going to fill in the blanks, whatever Jay Billis picked on his ESPN.com bracket, I was just going to fill in. But we were different on four or five different games. I got Memphis beating Boise. Billis has got Boise winning that game. I've got Arkansas taking down Vermont. Billis has got Vermont. I've got Colorado State over Michigan. He likes the Wolverines. I've got USC taking down Miami. He's got the Hurricanes winning that. So I did not blindly go all in with the Jay Billis picks. If you're wondering who the Vegas favorite is, it's Gonzaga by a large margin. 
And do you know the Zags have been to six straight sweet, sweet 16s? Pretty impressive what they've done. I'm going Arizona, though, and we'll see how that works out for the uh, March Madness that's getting underway. Headlines is brought to you by Grease Monkey. Oil changes and more. It's done fast. It's done right. Visit GreaseMonkeyAuto.com for store locations and special offers. We're going to go inside the NFL with our man Chris Mortensen coming up next. Hey, go Braves. Also, I'm sitting down with Nolan Smith, the Georgia Bulldog veteran defender coming off the edge. You'll hear from Nolan, Nolan Smith, and the Bulldog Roundtable coming up at 1035. More to come. Stay put. Buck Blue Show here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. My parents are extremely happy and uh, proud. This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. So Robert, I want to thank you for your time. I just don't think you're the right person for this position. I don't understand. Was it something I said? Well, we did a background check on you and found some things of concern. If you're in charge of hiring for your company, you know how helpful a background screening can be. That's why companies that use Horizon Background Screening make smarter hiring decisions. Don't let the wrong hire put your company at risk. Get the real story on your candidates at horizonscreening.com. Horizonscreening.com. Out and it's it's different. I've, I've been on the West Coast my whole career, so um, they're they're pretty stoked to be able to, to come to Truist and watch some games and uh, you know be a little more involved. That's the new guy. Braves' new first baseman, Matt Olson. We'll be talking about the win-win with Olson and the Braves coming up here in just a few moments. But right now, it's time for you to take the wheel. Infinity of Gwinnett wants you to drive the content. You get to decide what we talk about. Coming up before the end of the show, call now at 404-231-1680, the number. Presented by our good friends at Infinity of Gwinnett, Empower the Talk empower the drive and in the last segment we'll talk about what you want to talk about here on the buck baloo show right now though it's time for more for the latest on the nfl we turn to the fans truest nfl reporter chris mortensen presented by the atlanta painting company atlanta's premier residential and commercial painting company call 1-800-PAINTING or visit atlantapaintingcompany.com ESPN's Chris Mortensen, our truest on-up NFL insider, joins us on the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker line. And Mort, is it true the Falcons are meeting with Deshaun Watson today? It is true in Houston. My what goodness! Yeah, quite a development, huh? It's, uh, it was interesting because we, we we certainly had identified the Saints and the Panthers. I think the Bucks would have been in on this at Tom Brady not uh, unretired, uh, and, and the Browns is teams that uh, have uh, reached uh, agreeable terms with the Houston Texans and, and given a green light to meet with Deshaun Watson. Uh, Watson has a no-trade clause, and then we, uh, we learned uh, yesterday morning early uh, that uh, Deshaun Watson wanted the Falcons to be involved, and the Falcons got involved. Actually, they had known that you know, really, I think since Sunday is when that became, uh, you know, 
inside information in terms of the organization. And Matt Ryan was made aware uh, that this was uh, at least going to be explored. And more, one of the boys at the coffee shop this morning told me that the Texans want from the Falcons three first-round picks plus Matt Olson, Ronald Acuna Jr., and Trey Young. Any truth to that? <laughs> well, I, I don't know. The, uh, they've, got, they've had a co-op agreement with the, uh, uh, with the Astros and the Texans or not. But, uh, <laughs> you know, listen, it's, it's going to be a significant price. Uh, but, you know, you're also talking about a player who is going to be 27 years old in September, uh, is pretty much secure financially, uh, I would imagine that if you acquired Deshaun Watson, what you would do is you would restructure his contract, create a lot, create more cap space, and maybe at some point sign him to an, a, a longer-term extension to make that work. Uh, you know, let's talk. Let's face it. We're talking about one of the five or six elite quarterbacks in football. Yeah, we know he's very fond of uh, Atlanta and and the Falcons. And uh, you know, it, I, had, I had one executive tell me he thought the Falcons might be a long shot. But he's the one who asked his agent to contact the Falcons. And uh, it's going to be very interesting. I, I'm really anxious to see what this day brings and, and how soon this wraps up. Mark, what would you think uh, Matt Ryan's thinking about when he hears this? Well, uh, he's a, Matt's a big boy. Uh, you know, listen, he just went through a year where they won seven games, which was, I mean, a terrific job by Arthur Smith, uh, the head coach. But he's also looking at the reality of this team is in a, you know, a reset mode. That's, that's pretty evident, isn't it? So he's ready for anything. Well, let's just say this. I think that if they get Deshaun Watson, let's say the Falcons get Deshaun Watson, I think that they're going to do Matt Ryan a solid. And, you know, he, he does not have a no trade clause. We were wrong on that, by the way. But bottom line is, I think they'll do him a solid and let him identify a couple of franchises that he he would like to go to and possibly have a chance to to, to win in uh, a Super Bowl. And you know, I'm kind of getting ahead of myself here, but some of those teams, like the Indianapolis Colts, looking for a quarterback, those teams are playoff caliber teams. So uh, yeah. I think I, I haven't talked to Matt. I don't know, uh, but at the same time. You know, he would probably probably wouldn't mind going to a team that had a, a playoff contending type uh, roster. But let's see if the Falcons uh, do this with Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I just don't want to see him have to uh, go to Cleveland, move in the Brown Stadium like Baker Mayfield has been doing <laughs> up there. Uh, so he, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he take over the, uh, the, the those commercials, whatever. Exactly. I, don't I don't think Sarah wants to live in the stadium. I'm just guessing. So uh, yeah. we're, free agency, man. Uh, you know, everybody's uh, looking at free agency, talking about free agency. And I know most fans want to see their team make a big splash. But the Steelers probably not that excited about Mitch Trubisky. I'm just guessing. Well, you're talking about a Steeler fan base. Right. Uh, listen, he's going in there. Their their plan is, and Mike Tomlin had expressed it, the coach of the Steelers, that they want a little more mobility at quarterback. We, you know, Trubisky, we can we can poke fun at him all we want, but he has a winning record, 29 to 21. Uh, his numbers aren't awful. He's not guaranteed this job, by the way. Uh, but well, he looks like the him. best guy if he's in there. That's better than anything they had on the roster currently. I would, I would, I would agree with you, and uh, I think you know Matt Canada, their offensive coordinator, is 
been in the college ranks and probably knows what to do with a guy like Trubisky who's got some mobility. Uh, but, uh, you know, it certainly improved their, their situation uh, at quarterback. But uh, it does not rule out to me them taking a quarterback in the draft either. No doubt. So the uh, the Falcons, what do you hear about the Falcons in free agency more? Is this a bargain shopping? We've uh, a spree that Fontenot's going to be on here looking for, uh, you know, not making a splash, just trying to fill all these holes and voids we have on the roster, doing the bargain shopping thing. Yeah, yeah I think a lot of teams, by the way, the, the majority of teams are that way. I've had, I've had a, a number of general managers, some with a lot of cap space, say, I'm not going to overpay for average you know in other words i mean average is still if you if you're an average nfl player you're still a good player uh but i think a lot of people want to be uh certainly cautious in terms of what you're paying and for how much and you know they've got to navigate through this cap and that's why the deshaun watson uh, piece of this is interesting because uh there's going to be some look the saints just cleared 80 million dollars worth of cap space without releasing a player and and, and so when we talk about the salary cap, there are things that can be done. It just takes a cash-rich organization, which I would classify the Falcons as, to being able to do it. But, uh, yeah, I would say bargain shopping, that's one way to put it, certainly. Yeah, and that a lot of help. We need uh, some kind of veteran at receiver, offensive guard, outside linebacker. I'm sure Fontenot and his staff are going to be very busy trying to get that figured out. More than I am, for whatever reason, I'm not real sure why, but I am uh, fixated on Leonard Fournette. He was tagged a loser down in Jacksonville. They kicked his butt out of town and said he was a loser. Then he goes, he's a champion in Tampa and uh, looked really uh, pretty awesome during their playoff runs when he's been healthy. What do you think happens to Fournette out in free agency? Yeah, I mean, my, my thought process is that somehow – the Buccaneers find a way to keep them. Uh, I can tell you this much. Uh, the, when the Bucs lost to the Rams in the playoffs, Tom Brady was not happy about having to throw the ball 54 times. And even though Fournette was back, he wasn't totally healthy. He had, he had all 13 rushes by the Bucs. Brady, actually Brady had one, I think. Uh, so I think Fournette's important to the Buccaneers, and we're going to see whether or not they can do anything with this contract. And certainly uh, Brady's doing his best sales work uh, for Leonard Fournette to return. But I, I would agree, agree with you. I think he would be a valuable piece. He's a physical runner. He can catch the ball some. Uh, and uh, and he's proven to be, a, a you know, I, I think a championship caliber running back. More circling back to Watson, what's your best guess on where he ends up? Is it the Saints? Uh I can tell you that uh, my best guess is is uh, is the Falcons. Oh wow! Now I'm gonna uh, now listen. I'm only doing that because I, I know the Panthers were in a panic yesterday, and 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 listen, he he wants to be closer to home. No, nothing's closer to home than the Falcons. Uh, the Panthers want the want him desperately. The Saints have certainly made the pitch that hey, if we you come here, you can win a Super Bowl this year. And that's a powerful pitch, without question. So, uh, you know, and, and that being said, you know, I had a experienced GM tell me within the past 24 hours that he thought Cleveland was the leader in the clubhouse. And, and I just don't – I know they made their presentation yesterday, but I just don't see that 
that happening. So it's a mystery to me. But I think the fact that Deshaun had his agent call the Falcons tells me that he wants to play for the Falcons. But uh, maybe when he looks at the total landscape, he'll, he'll have a change of heart. Great stuff, Mort, as always. We appreciate you very much coming on the Blue Show every week. Uh, you got it, Buck. Take care. Chris Mortensen out of here. All right, go Braves. Yes, sir. The Falcons most likely to end up with Deshaun Watson. There's some news for you. Let's chop it up, Nerney. Time to talk Braves. Let's chop it up. Presented by Haug Law Group, your local personal injury attorneys. HaugLawGroup.com. All right, we got a win-win scenario for the Braves and Matt Olson. if you hadn't already figured that out. Uh, both sides benefit. That's what the win-win is. Olsen, generational security as far as the finances go. He gets to play at home. <clears throat> and the Braves are built to win and win big. I'd say that's a win-win-win for Olsen. The Braves... Best-case scenario, win-win-win for them. They get to replace Freddie Freeman with the second-best first baseman in Major League Baseball, a guy with similar skills. The Braves get a guy that's in the prime of his career and lock him down from ages 28 to 35, prime of his career. And they lock him down long-term. Win-win, brother. And I just don't feel the panic in the streets by the Atlanta Braves fans. I know most every single Braves fan out in Braves country appreciate and respected and love Freddie Freeman. But obviously, he's misplayed this. And the Braves had this business, folks. Braves had to protect themselves. So they go out and they make it happen with Matt Olson. And then they lock him down long-term. Let's hear from Olsen. He says he's not showing up trying to be Freddie Freeman. Freddie's obviously an amazing amazing player. And, um, you know, it's, it's just not going to affect what I come here and do. Um, I'm here to, to be Matt Olsen. And that's uh, all I can really control. So control the controllables. Come out here, play my game, and, and try to play some winning baseball. Let's hear from Alex Anthopoulos. He said... Once they did the deal, that getting an extension done was high priority. The minute we made the trade, I told Matt, obviously we're excited to have him and so on, and we want to keep him here long term. And I told him my next call was going to be to his, his agent. And, um, you know, we wanted to get serious about getting something done. And I called B.B. Abbott um, right, right after, and I said, look, I'd love to be able to, I said, we, we will come uh, with a big offer. We will be very aggressive, and we'd love to have something done by tomorrow at 1 if we, we can. And getting it done has freed up a little bit of money for Anthopolis and the Braves, and they've added some quality bullpen help overnight with Colin McHugh. And saw some video uh, scouting him out last night of what he was doing to get people out last year with Tampa, pitched in 37 games, started seven, had a 23-inning scoreless streak that was going on last season. He's from Lilburn, by the way, Metro Atlanta, and played some college ball at Barry College. This guy's got a filthy slider and cutter combination. So similar pitches thrown at different speeds. Filthy slider-cutter combination. And then he's going to get that fastball, four-seamer at 92-93 up in the zone. The chase rate on this guy is, is pretty impressive. 
stature, not a big dude, sort of a, a shorter guy. But Anthopolis has added some quality depth to this Braves bullpen. Will Smith, Matzik, Mentor, Jackson added Yates, who we'll see later in the year, and now McHugh, who's got a filthy slider-cutter combination, man. I'm glad I'm not hitting that for a living. And that's us chopping it up for you. Chopping it up. I was over in Athens yesterday sitting down with some of the Bulldog players, and one of the guys I was really excited to sit down and talk with was edge rusher Nolan Smith, who's come back. And Nolan is a guy that's going to be a captain of that defense. Can't wait to see where he goes in the upcoming season. Had a chance to sit down with Nolan Smith yesterday, and here's that interview. The fan is proud to be the official sports talk station of the dogs. And it's time for Bulldog Roundtable with Buck Baloo. 25-20, get in there, Roundtable is proudly presented by Georgia's own credit union, Howe Group, Georgia Pack and Load, AAA, and by attorney Ken Nugent. And that's going to be the ball game. Georgia will win this ball game. Only on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Joining us now on the Buck Maloo Show, the Bulldog Roundtable is Edge Rusher. I think that's what they call you, Nolan Smith. Nolan, how's it going, man? How you doing? I'm doing great. How Got uh, spring football practice getting underway here. Time to uh, start all over again, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I think of it as, you know, I say a self-reflection on myself and how can I do better. And I can't wait, you know, for that opportunity. And this is my last spring, and I'm looking forward to it. Make the most of it, right? Dan Lanning gone to Oregon. You're going to be seeing him in the first game of the year. and Got uh, Glenn Schumann and Will Muschamp taking over that defense. Uh, what uh, What's your mindset coming into spring football this year? I say my mindset is, you know, Look at look at the past season and look at like right now and what can I do better, and then once I find out what I can do better, we can work on it now and then let it transition into fall camp and hopefully transition into next season and just keep working on the little things. How can I get better and what I can take from day to day and of course learn from Coach Smart, one of the greatest. So a lot of new faces on that defense. Uh, is it just reload? Is that what it what it is this year? With uh, you got a lot of guys that moved on, uh, NFL opportunities. A lot of new faces stepping in on this defense. Uh, you looking forward to incorporating these new guys in? Yeah, I can't wait. I mean, our young guys are ready to go, and they know. I feel like a lot of people don't know yet, but you know, Smile Monday and Pop and those guys are young. Our young DBs, our young backers. You know, Javon Bullock and Jalen Carter, of course, you know, those guys are ready to go. And I can't wait. I watched them work for the past two years getting ready, and they watch guys in front of them do it. And, you know, they should know the recipe at this point. Man, uh, defensive line's going to have some new faces. You mentioned Carter. He, he's coming back, and I, I'm guessing he's going to explode on the scene this year. But what about the rest of those guys? Uh, the, you need some guys to step up on that D-line. Yeah, I mean, of course, we, we we say we need guys to step up, but I feel like guys just wasn't given that opportunity in a row because, you know, we had great guys in front of them, and I feel like when they get their opportunity in a row and their normal call this year, they're going to be ready to play. 
Linebacker, too, especially on the inside, Nakobe and Quay and Channing have moved on, uh, NFL opportunities. What about these young dudes at linebacker? Man, it's exciting to see these young guys play. I mean, they got a lot of juice. They got a lot of energy, and they never get tired. They're always doing whatever coach asks. You know, they're going to make – they're going to do their best to do what coach asks, and they're so young and coachable, and they're just ready to learn. And that's the thing that, you know, one thing about us, we're going to tell you when you're right, and we're going to tell you when you're wrong. Now, uh, I know you're working on your game, but overall, you, you're accepting more of the leadership role with this defense this year. People are looking at you and say, okay, Nolan Smith is one of the leaders over there. Yes, sir. How does that change for you? Um, I wouldn't say it changed anything. You know, I still carry my day-to-day manner and, you know, still treat it like I was a freshman and still look back on those times when I had to lean on somebody else and those guys that picked me up and that's what I want to be for the young guys you know someone that they can lean on and talk to and when they you know coach Smart's ripping them and giving them a bad day I'm like come on over here come on to the sideline we could talk it out you know we'll be better and you know those guys just have to understand that he just wants the best for us and when he does that obviously the goal when the natty but we did that and i mean i don't think he's going to change his coaching habits and i hope he doesn't you know that's why i came back my senior year and i feel like he's going to get all the young guys together really a great opportunity for you guys i was on the 80 national title team and my senior year was the following year in 1981 where we tried to defend the title and we uh we embraced that you know knowing we'd get everybody's best shot Uh, coming off the national championship, and we're in the mix all the way there to the New Year's Day bowl game where it got away from us. Uh, Is that sort of how you're looking at it, is you're going to get everybody's best shot, and you guys have to be ready to take that on when the season gets underway? Listen, from when I was a freshman and then the following year we got beat by Florida, and Coach Smart said, we're the University of Georgia. We're always going to get everyone's best shot. And that's what they, they love playing Georgia. Guys, you know, they say they play in the University of Georgia. They're coming in between the hedges. They think they can rip the hedges up and stuff like that. And I've only been in here once. And that was the – I literally saw my heart leave from my body when I saw South Carolina ripping those hedges up. And I tease Coach Muschamp about it every day. So I feel like we just have to hone in on those things, and I think we'll be great. Yeah, the other thing I remember individually was – the last time around, right, the last time down this road, wanted to enjoy and soak up every single moment that senior year. Yeah. And I, you? and I think that's the same thing for me. I mean, I can think all the way up. My mom's talking about me graduating. That's the only thing that she's mentioning. She can care less about senior season, uh, the top five pig, all that stuff. She can care less about that. All she talked to me about is graduating. And when they, like, that's ultimately why I came back. And when I'm able to give her that, I feel like my job's, you know, accomplished. And I think that'll be something that I really look back on and soak in. Well, Nolan, have an outstanding spring. Uh, get ready for a, a big senior season, man. We're looking forward to checking it out. Yes, sir. Great having Nolan Smith on, man. Pretty good stuff. Hey, the fan, the Atlanta Braves and Racetrack are giving you the opportunity to win Braves VIP experiences. Sweet tickets, silver seat tickets, Yeti coolers, Braves kits, Coors Light, aluminum cups, T-shirts, koozies, and much more. Join the fan promo team and register for your chance to win Brandon Leake's going to be out and about. I think he'll be well by then. Coming up on Saturday, March the 18th from 1 to 3 at Racetrack, 4290 East-West Connector in Smyrna. See the full details 
at 680thefan.com. We'll come back a little tech football before we get out of here. It's the Blue Show here on the fan, 680 and 93.7. You know, you start looking at our core now and the ages and how they all time together. You know, you'll get Riley, Acuna, all these swans. So just with this position player group, now Matt Olson as well. And then even... This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank member FDIC. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season. Young outfielders like Harris that are on their way that were exceptionally high on. I mean, it's nice that we have a group of players that are all similar in age in that position player group. That's pretty exciting, you know, that those guys have a chance to be here for a long period of time. Braves are looking good. And Freddie Freeman, man, has got to be getting a little concerned, I would imagine. More on that in a moment. Infinity of Gwinnett and you driving the content here on the Blue Show. So earlier we asked you to chime in. And it looks like the vote, believe it or not, shocking as it may seem, goes to the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets and their spring game coming up tomorrow night, the white and gold game, kicking off at 6 o'clock tomorrow night. And uh, 680 The Fan will have that for you. 680 The Fan tomorrow night at 6 p.m. when toe meets leather. Let's do it in the college football nugget. Mm, tasty. Time for the college football nugget. Presented by your locally owned and operated Ace Hardware. Find your neighborhood store at acehardware.com. First opportunity to see the 22 Yellow Jackets. 4 o'clock tomorrow. Gates will open and you got to like free, right? Free parking, free admission. Doesn't get any better than that. Plus, you get the on-the-field tailgate in the south end zone for St. Paddy's Day, a St. Paddy's Day-themed party going on. I think the locker room is planning on showing up, wearing green. By the way, season tickets on sale, and look at the home schedule. We got Clemson playing in the ATL. You got Ole Miss coming to Bobby Dodd, Miami. Might want to grab those season tickets right now. Uh, Georgia Tech, what are you going to expect to see in the spring game? I got three things that you need to look and and learn more about. Number one, to see if Jeff Sims is trending up at quarterback. Nernie, <laughs> I see that look on your face. You say you've been waiting on this for three years with Jeff Sims. They got a new transfer from Akron, Zach Gibson. So there is some quarterback controversy or a quarterback situation you can check out in the spring game tomorrow rebuild offensive line in fact i think the offensive line coach all 10 plus offensive linemen are guys that the offensive line coach has recruited so these these are his guys and then the third thing you can focus on is can tech cover anybody on defense in the secondary they had trouble doing that last season 
And uh, more tech, man. Episode 54 of Bucks Beat, you can find on The Podcast Park, brought to you by Associated Credit Union. Got Coleman Rudolph, the Georgia Tech Hall of Famer, joining me as I'm talking about Jeff Collins and the need to win immediately this season. You can find that at thepodcastpark.com. And there's your Georgia Tech fix. Nick and Chris also bringing you Southern Company, the business of sports segment, uh, and they're lucky enough to have that as presented by Southern Company, changing the future of energy and all the communities they serve. Are we on track? Uh, the timing pretty good right now, Nerny. I don't want to get Cellini upset at me. All right, seems to be okay at this point in time. All right, the latest on Freddie Freeman is the final word. Well, apparently he won't be going to play for the Yankees. Uh, Rizzo signing a two-year, 30 to $35 million deal with the Yankees, who were convinced that Freeman was not interested in playing for them. So now, apparently, the San Diego Padres have jumped into the mix. So the Dodgers, the Padres, the Blue Jays, I would say those are the three teams probably still in on Freeman, who may have miscalculated the situation. Seems to be getting away from Freddie. All right, that's going to do it for the Buck Baloo Show today. Nick and Chris coming up next as they take the baton. Hope you're going to join me tomorrow, Thursday, 10 to 11. Monday through Friday, it's the Buck Baloo Show for Nerney and Derek Thomas and Road Dog. Hope you have a great rest of the day, everybody. Thank you, Buck. See ya. A lifetime of hard work. Children laughing in the kitchen. Family photos on a restaurant wall. A legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation. Like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Hi, I'm Mark Beckham with Atlanta Ramjack. We specialize in only foundation repair. What is foundation repair? Foundations sink or settle. These issues need to be addressed. It only becomes more costly the longer you put it off. What is the biggest cause of foundation problem? Either poor construction, inferior site preparation, or weather. Drought causes cracks in your foundations. If you see any signs of foundation issues, please contact us at atlantaramjack.com.